If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. All right, welcome back to Flug of Socks, the podcast, episode 62. Today on the show, Kanye West wins anti-Semite of the year. You won't believe what's causing blood clots and heart problems in this week's housekeeping. Progressive Karens are convinced criminals are the victims in this week's Urban Decay. And we're finally getting an answer to the age-old question, what will happen to the country if the Biden twinks take over? All this and more, it's Flacus Talks, the podcast, episode 62, ranked the best new podcast of all time. Because words are just words until action actually starts. And actions speak louder than words. But at the same time, words speak louder than actions because sometimes it's the right thing to do. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. What the Stops podcast featuring Richard Bradford. Guys, it's me again to tell you about what's coming, a food shortage. Maybe I'm being extreme. Maybe I'm being crazy. But deep down, we all know I'm not. You need emergency food supplies. We all do. I have them. It's very important to have. And the last thing you'd want to do is find out that you need an emergency food supply when it's too late and you really need one and you don't have one. Don't let that be you. MyPatriotSupply.com is the website. Go there today. It's great food. It tastes good. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, everything you need in an emergency situation. Hopefully you'll never need it, but based on how things are going with the current administration, I hate to say it, but it's a good time to have some emergency food kits. MyPatriotSupply.com is the website. It comes fast. Shipping is free. The boxes are unmarked for your privacy. And if you go there today, you will get a $50 discount off of every month supply. So get a few months supplies. If you have five people in your family, maybe you get 10 months worth of food, two months each. That seems like a pretty reasonable thing to do. Big discounts when you go do it. MyPatriotSupply.com is the website. Go there today. Tell them Fleck has sent you. They support the show. Let's support them right back. What better product exists than emergency food kits? It's so important. It makes a great holiday gift. MyPatriotSupply.com is the website. Let's get into the show. All right. Thank you to My Patriot Supply. Very nice of them to be sponsoring the show so much. Yep. It goes a long way. It's very important to have that food on hand 
with what's coming. Housekeeping. We have a very important housekeeping this week. I don't want to say one of the most important ones we've ever done. But you say that every time, so go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> But it's up there. Yeah. All right. The things causing heart attacks and blood clots this week. Da-da-da. Drum roll in post, please. Playing sports. Playing sports is now causing heart attacks and blood clots in young people. We have a bunch of headlines here. Yeah. Uh, Carolina Panthers defensive end Henry Anderson reveals he was hospitalized for minor stroke. Doctors were baffled. Mm. A lot of baffling. We've said that before. Doctors seem to be more baffled than ever. Yeah, they have no idea what it is. Yeah. The like, experts. I could tell you probably, I could give you a few hints. Yeah. You know, Why do say, I know and you don't? Yeah, they say trust the experts, you know, trust the science, trust the experts. But I mean, I don't know. Their baffle rate is like seemingly 50% these days. <laughs> yeah, very so, high baffle rate. Um, we're, and we're going to cru- cruise through these, but Tennessee senior center Tamari Key out for season due to blood clots in her lungs. Lungs. Man, what baffled? Yep. Um, and then there was a 25-year-old former football player, Jake Hescock, who died suddenly from cardiac arrest while jogging. All young so, people, all people thirty in their younger than 30s. Yeah. For the most part. There was also a journalist. Uh, I guess this would be sports as well. Mm-hmm. He was a photographer in Qatar, and he died while covering the FIFA World Cup. So yeah. sports adjacent. And also uh, the guy who, the journalist who wore the gay shirt in Qatar, mm-hmm. um, he is dead now. And a lot of people are thinking that he got killed for being pro-LGBT. Mm-hmm. But I would say, I think it's a 50-50 coin flip. Yeah, he kind of had a two-way go. He probably got vaccinated as well. Oh, he was up to date. His tweets said he was up to date. So like so. what kills you first, being pro-LGBT in Qatar or getting the Maxine? And that's as close as a coin flip as it gets, yeah. It so. really do. I do think it's a coin flip. Uh, I don't know the answer to the, that, so that's why it's in housekeeping, you mm-hmm. know? Absolutely. Um, and then also I want to say that a lot of these articles or these headlines are from Gateway Pundit who is now kind of becoming the, like, us version of what's causing heart attacks. They're just documenting all the died suddenly. Yeah, so if you search died suddenly on Gateway Pundit, you have a lot of scrolling yeah. to do. Yeah, A lot of people are dying suddenly. And I, I'm going to raise the question for the comments. Do you guys know anyone who died or got severely messed up from the Maxine? Yeah. Let us know in the comments. I know people say anecdotal evidence isn't evidence. You shouldn't use it. But I think that's a psyop. Oh, yeah. I think anecdotal evidence, it's like, that's what that's what I go off of. Yeah, it's a sum of a sum of everything that's coming in and out of my mind. And then it's like, huh, I can't draw conclusions. I just got to wait for a, a paper to come out yeah. from a scientist who uh, did a study that lasted two weeks over 14 subjects. Yeah. And it's like, nah, I can kind of I can kind of get there, too. You can't use anecdotal evidence. You have to listen to whatever Dash Dabrowski's tweeting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you can't listen to the anecdotal evidence of the doctor saying, hey, I pulled out more blood clots and healthy 25 year olds than I've ever seen in my career. It used to be one a year. Now it's three a week. And it's like, that's baffling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's I'm baffled. That's what I'm saying. It's uh, like the media itself has used up their baffle count. They're like, okay, guys, we need a new word. Like doctors are baffled. That's 40 publications this year. Uh, move on. Yeah. So very strange. Anecdotal evidence being bad is a psyop. It's the fallacy fallacy. We're basically <laughs> the idea that an argument is wrong because it falls under a fallacy discounting the entire argument is like the incorrect thing to do. You have to go based on the facts. So I think that's a fallacy, fallacy, anecdotal evidence is strong. And I think it's something we should use. Yeah. Gut instinct. I'm really leaning on my gut these days. Yeah, exactly. Moving on. We have a very important housekeeping this week. Did you know that we export beef to China and then we import from them pea protein? 
to make our impossible burgers, our fake meat. Yeah, do you want me to read that? Yeah. It says, America exports beef to China and imports pea protein to make fake meat. Pea protein is a waste product in China from crystal noodles. Americans have been brainwashed into eating China's waste. Meanwhile, they're eating our beef. We've been owned. Yeah. So, yeah, major trade imbalance. We eat their scraps. Come on, pea scraps, too. And we go... Oh, that's fine. (laughs) Impossible. Impossible burger. Smush. Yeah, exactly. We eat their smush. Yeah, there's nothing to say. I mean, you know, don't eat, you don't eat weak animals. You don't eat insects. You don't eat pea byproducts. Yeah. I stopped eating chicken because what am I going to act like a bird? Can you just lie to your audience like that? You stopped eating chicken. When was the last time I ate a chicken? Bourbon chicken at Payway this weekend. That doesn't count. (laughs) That's different. That's Chinese. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So, but you- Hey, that's a good point. You avoid chicken. I avoid chicken. Chinese. focus on ribeyes, but Payway is a a hidden gem. We went to the mall uh, last week. I had to get some clothes for a DC trip I'm going on. Um, I had to get a tuxedo shirt. Do you want to tell the story? Well, it's hard to not look like meatloaf every time you try to buy a tuxedo shirt. Well, I'm talking about the lady who you asked, hey, do you guys have tuxedo shirts here? Yeah. Fleckus goes, I'll tell it then, fine. Um, Fleckus goes, hey, do you guys have tuxedo shirts here? We walk up um, and she goes, yeah, what what size neck are you? 18 and a half? She kind of eyeballs him and he goes, yeah, 18 and a half, 19. She goes, well, we only go up to 18. You want to go over there. And she pointed to the big and tall section. (laughs) And then I go, wait, we have to go to the big and tall section? I clarified with her. And she goes, yes. And I go, but you're not tall. And so that leaves what? (laughs) So sorry, I had to to tell that. I mean, do you know how many times you've skewered me when I don't even know what's coming? So a lot of times I made it up. I know. So, so this could be made up. No, 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 no. I don't <laughs> skewer like that. So I said, and I made him say, so we're going to the big and tall section, right? Yeah. And you're not, you're shorter than me. I'm 6'1". It know. just doesn't count as too tall. I know. And then we get into the big and tall section. Everything's a dress. Everything's fucking like, it looks folded. And you're like, what is that? And you see the other guys there and you're kind of like. <laughs> Keep your head down. And then respect. it's like, yeah. And then there's that edge of the big and tall section in the mall in Dillard's. So you kind of like hang out and act like you're on the edge of it. Yeah. But really, yeah. you're looking in. You hang in the brackish water. Yeah. And then you look in and then you're like, all right, that's what I need. You go get it. You buy it. And then you get out as soon as you can. Yep. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows that's how you do it. Of course. Uh, when we were at the mall, we discovered a kill box in the mall. When you're walking into Macy's or Dillard's or whatever the the, the big store is, uh, there's like the perfume Department people. store. Department store. There's the perfume people standing there and they're handing out the samples. Mm-hmm. And I realized if you take one, it makes them realize, oh, this guy's in the market for perfume. It's and then they all, the it's blood in the water. And then they just start lighting you up more and more and more. So there is a kill box in the mall that you guys should avoid because once you take one, they think that they, that that's our, that's our mark. We got to yeah. go get them some more samples. So avoid that. Um, last weekend we had a nice ride on the mini bikes. The cops tried to get us. Yeah. So we were, uh, we have a little bit of a part one and part two. Here's part one, Richard Rapoy talking to the cop. And we parked illegally on the sidewalk, I think was the problem. Mm -hmm. And then we were, this cop stumbled upon us. We kind of like went out to lunch in the French Quarter too, which was our mistake. That's the problem. You know, you can't park your bikes on the sidewalk in the French Quarter and expect to go unscathed. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. So, and then part two. Uh, Part two. We, he was, I don't think we should say fully what he told us, 
because we're not going to admit to like committing crimes, mm-hmm. <laughs> which we we didn't. We're not committing crimes. You should see what goes on in New Orleans. There's something called Sunday in the Square where like a thousand people on ATVs and dirt bikes and motorcycles and quads and everything just like take over the streets. Yeah, they act a fool. And I they believe do, this is the verbiage. Yeah, they, and they act do whatever they want. They mm-hmm. do whatever they want. So Richard Rappo was talking to the cop and I knew he was being calm and you had an approach that was very smart where you're like, what was it? You caught me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So he's he's reading. He goes, oh, do you know these are illegal? Or And he's like not even looking at me. And I'm like, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, you know. And he's reading all the labels. And he says, not for use on a public road and on public roadways and stuff. And I just give him the line. I'm very cooperative with the police. I'm not here to make give this guy a hard time. I just go, so where do we go from here, officer? You caught me red-handed. Yeah. Where do we go from here? And then I saw he was kind of giving you a hard time. He had his iPad out. And then I came over and I said, have you ever seen Sundays in the square? Is this, we're going to get in trouble for this? And then he's like, I don't care if people do it. That doesn't mean you can. And it's like, all right, dude. It kind of does. It kind of does. Yeah. We're going to get in trouble when you can do literally anything you want. You can go shoot somebody and then the mayor will come defend you. Yeah. Uh, and then so end of the day, he basically said, um, you, you have to tow these out of here. You can't ride them out. You got to get a truck and tow them out, basically. Yeah. So and here's here's us towing him. Here's us towing him out. <laughs> yeah. so we're going to become that guy's white whale. I know. <laughs> we're going to see him and get out of there. Um, I'm not ready. You know, and even if you do get towed, it's like, all right, tow him. I'll go pick him up and we're going to keep doing whatever we want. Yeah. Or, oh, we're confiscating him. Cool. We'll get new ones. They're mm-hmm. like 800 bucks. Yeah. So we're not giving up the road. We're not giving up the road. This is wild hogs. This is the wild part of wild hogs. Exactly. <laughs> so everyone knows that. Um, all right. Next, we're still in housekeeping. Uh, we have two pages of housekeeping, which is very good. We're not even halfway through. Uh, we traded Brittany Griner for the Merchant of Death. And I'm pissed because the Merchant of Death was badass. He looked very cool. He was a cool guy. They had the guns near him. He had the jumpsuit and like the chains on his feet and his hands. And we get some basketball lesbian who has weird pictures online where she looks like 100% like a guy, which yeah. is fine. I'm not I'm not saying anything. Yeah. I don't think she's trans. But there's some pictures out there I keep seeing of her where I'm like, oh, that's a man with no shirt on. I guess it's Brittany Griner. And we get the merchant of death. We release him. And yeah. he's actually pr- more pro-America than Brittany Griner is. We have a clip to prove it. Look at this interview he did. Do you hate America? No. You know, in fact, I'm knowing many inmates. I figure out we're sharing way more common. Maybe America is very much similar. Look, it's the same size. They have a, it's the same kind of this. And when you talk to them, there is nothing there even to beef about. We are natural. To beef about. You know, born not to be enemies. And whenever there's conflict, it's elites. You know, every, you know, American I met in a prison who is from rural area, was very easy to deal with. He has no problem with Russia, and he was curious about Russia, despite all propaganda. They're losing their Christian values. They're losing their families. They're losing literally their countries. It's not anymore the same country. We knew America, who used to be a model for entire world, and lead and be an example. You know, like they say, a shiny town on the you know sparkling town on a hill. And this is of course pity. I like this guy. Yeah, he doesn't want to see a strong America is good for the world, right? And then I think he goes on to say something about Anglo-Saxons running the world and how uh, we can't give it up. 
That was like pretty eye opening. I think I have more in common with the Merchant of Death than I do Brittany Griner. Hundred percent. I think Brittany Griner has some crazy worldviews that are like, oh yeah, stolen land and ha <laughs> like dude, yo, like we should be dudes too. Um, <laughs> and this guy's the like, because I'm a lesbian. Yeah, and then this guy's like, no, you need to work hard and like you know have a purpose. And, and like we lost our Christian values in America. We used to lead the whole world, and now it's falling apart. I'm glad this guy's out. Kind of what our podcast is about. Yeah, the we fall in state of America, and like mm-hmm. we need this guy to have a Twitter. Yeah, I I like this guy. I'm glad he's out. Oh, and then there's also the whole other thing, like oh, he's an arms dealer. He arms. Oh, he he arms. Uh, you know, African countries and whatever. And it's like the CIA paid this guy. Yeah, this guy got a sixty million contract to arm someone from the CIA, right? Probably. Yeah. So I mean, it's like oh, good when we do it, bad when you do it. Uh, we're arms dealers too. We just gave a hundred and whatever billion to Ukraine. That's yeah. arms dealing. I mean, America is an arms dealer since the foundation of the country, basically. I, I mean, didn't we arm Afghans to fight against Russia? Isn't that like the basis of all proxy wars ever is arming a population who's willing to fight and then letting them go at it? Yeah. And then you kind of don't give them that one piece that's like the anti-aircraft <laughs> missile that's like important. So they just get kind of slaughtered. And they, yeah, but yeah, it's a yeah, yeah. brutal, bloody battle for a long, long time. That's exactly it. You made a great point. You have more in common with the Merchant of Death than Brittany Griner. I, th- I think that's true because Brittany Griner holds some crazy beliefs, you know? Yeah. And that guy said in jail, everyone he met that was American, that was rural, was very nice. Yeah. And Which, he uses the phrase beef. He learned beef. Yeah. Similar. Similar to beef. He speaks good English. I, hey, Merchant of Death, not so bad. I like that too. Like he's immediately on a talk show in Russia. Like Brittany Griner, who cares? You got yeah. caught with weed. You don't have like a cool story to tell or a unique perspective. You're like, yeah, they kind of treated me bad. Ha <laughs> that Brittany Griner voice, that deep voice. That's kind of like weird. Yeah. So, Hey, we said last mm-hmm. week it was a bad deal. Mm-hmm. Good deal. What do you mean? Glad this guy's back on the street. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, he's not going to get up to anything. It's not like he's going right back into the arms game. He's been out for how ma- however many years. So, yeah. But yeah, I made that meme, getting Brittany Griner back and then losing the Merchant of Death. <laughs> yeah, I'm sad a- on both, dude. I'm sad on it's both. A full 360L. Yeah. All right, moving on. We're still in housekeeping. Kanye West wins Anti-Semite of the Year. Congrats, Kanye. Congrats to Kanye. I think that's what he wanted, (laughs) you know, based on his behavior and stuff. And it's weird because, like, if you're giving away awards like this, doesn't that motivate the anti-Semites to really ramp it up if they're in, like, (laughs) top five? If you're in top five anti-Semite of the year running, wouldn't you be like, all right, let's let's win this thing? Yeah, it's bulletin board material. Somebody got Kanye's pick and they put it out on their bulletin board and they're lifting weights. They're writing anti-Semitic prose. They're tweeting harder now. So. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should, too. 
Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older, but if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. Midi clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Here's a thing I'll say about this whole situation. Kanye gets in big trouble for saying he loves Hitler and all that stuff. Isn't saying Hail Satan worse than saying I love Hitler? Yes. Isn't Satan worse than Hitler? Yeah, because Satan is Hitler in a way. You know know? what I mean? Yeah. So it's weird because now I'm getting messages about how people's kids are, you know, getting pushed to join the Satan club after school Mm. and all that stuff. And like the satanic temple is huge. Yeah. And everybody tries to get like a statue outside of City Hall that's like Baphomet or something. Yeah. And it's like, that's not considered bad, but like Hitler's the really bad one. But then you've talked about like Mao or Stalin or any of the others, or just communism in general, and that's not seen as the same. It's just like Hitler is the really bad one for some reason, which yeah. is weird. Yeah. And his body count was uh, lower than some of those you mentioned. By right? a lot, yeah. yeah. Like a small percentage compared to communism in general or Stalin, all those guys. So, yeah, that's it's just weird how that plays out. Have you ever seen um, Mac, that Macklemore picture from like 10 years ago where he I, did like a concert and he, I don't know, just maybe pull up a couple of pics. Yeah. He might have won anti-Semite of the year for this one. I know. I don't think they were giving out the award then. Otherwise, we would have heard all about this. <laughs> so, this is Macklemore? <laughs> this is Macklemore. Holy and he's clearly shit. caricaturizing... Jews. <laughs> I think. I don't know. You told me. That's what you told I me. I mean, that's what it looks like. That's crazy outfit. And Look then, at that prosthetic nose. It's like, what? what all right, you're about to go on stage. You ready? He has his outfit. It's like, are you sure this <laughs> is a good Macklemore's got a publicist, an agent. He's got friends with him. And it's like, all right, looking good, guys? And they're all like. You're up. Like, you're up 30 <laughs> seconds. And it's like, are you sure? Yeah. Are you, is this the only, yeah. any wardrobe changes? What year was this from? Do you remember? I think like 2014 or something. Okay. We need to go back and look at who won anti-Semite of the year in 2014 and kind of make a reconciliation there. Yeah, for real. All right. Page two, a house. Housekeeping. We're still in housekeeping. We have a lot of housekeeping left to get to. If you're hiding in the closet at someone's house and you're about to get caught by them and they're coming in the room and you're like, shoot, they're going to come open the door and catch me. Mm-hmm. I think you should pop out first and scare them and be like, ha ha, I was hiding in there. I was trying to do a bit and scare you. Like, oh, what's going on? Why is everyone so mad? Or like, why is everyone so serious? <laughs> and then that could maybe get you out. It probably won't. Yeah. But if you're like, oh, I've been hiding in there for 20 minutes trying to scare you. What's up? What are you guys doing? It's like, oh, we were searching for you. We thought you were stealing. Oh, no, I'm doing a bit. Is that a stranger in this situation or well, what? I don't know. If you're ever hiding in a closet and someone's like, check in here, and you know you have about 10 seconds, you should just go out and go, boo. Okay. 
It's just an advice. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, that I I will I'll think about that next time mm-hmm. I'm in a closet. And you have a few seconds, and you know they're coming and opening every door and your door is the next one. Yeah. Jump out and scare them and be like, all right, what are you guys looking for? Oh, oh, what? Me stealing from you or like me like sleeping with your wife? What are you talking about? <laughs> I didn't do that. That wasn't me. <laughs> I'm trying to scare you. <laughs> all right, fair. All right, fair advice, all right. I guess. Fair tip, but it's not an ideal situation. So yeah. Stay. I, I would advise to stay out of those situations in general. Of course. So that would be of my course. advice. I'll always advise that. Um, you haven't really complimented my jersey. Oh, yeah. Nice jersey. I have a Michael Vick autographed jersey, which I'm, it's a 2023 wardrobe, which I'm sneak peeking right now. Nice. Just to instigate? What, what's your angle here? I don't know. I like to, I, I'm a nostalgic person. In high school, they used to have jersey day. I think I've told this in the show. Yeah. They had jersey day and I would always wear Michael Vick jersey. And then the really liberal teacher would always get mad and write me detentions. And then I would go to Brother Gary's office. You get a detention for, for the that, jersey? 100%. And it was like during football season too. So like you can't like miss practice or else, you know, I think if you get detention in football at that time, like you wouldn't start in the game. Ooh. And I was like, obviously an all state football player, like one of the best guys in the team captain. So like I couldn't get in that much trouble. Mm-hmm. So I went to Brother Gary's office and I'd be like, Brother Gary, I got detention for wearing a Michael Vick jersey. And he's like, who's Michael Vick? I'm like the dog fighting guy. And he's like, ha. <laughs> and they threw it away. So that's how it all played out. So now I'm wearing it again. I think it's just funny and people would see it and be like, huh, Michael Vick, like, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. To wear it to the dog park. Yeah. And that's like, hey, I'm clearly not a dog fighting. I'm not pro dog fighting. I'm at the dog park. Just Michael Vick had a really good run. Yeah. In the early 2000s. I separate the artist from the... Art, yeah. The, the, from the art from the crimes or whatever. Yeah, I'm not listening to Louis C.K. for his uh, sexual advances tips. <laughs> you know, I like the comedy. Yeah, exactly. Same with Michael Jackson. And even with Michael Jackson, who really knows what happened there? Same thing with, uh, this might go too far, but Harvey Weinstein, right? The Weinstein Company? That's a fair point. They made really good movies. Every time you see the Weinstein Company logo, the W, Mm-hmm. It, you know it's going to be a good movie. I think so, yeah. I'm not happy about what he was doing some, behind the scenes. Some That's people bad. were harmed in the making of that movie. Of course. Actually, that might make it worse. That might disqualify it. But, you know. Hmm. Well, you know, if it's a good movie, it's a good movie. Yeah. That's how I see it. Yep. Um, all right. The Biden twink, he strikes again. Uh, Sam Britton got popped second time uh, stealing woman's luggage. And there's a picture this time. Yeah. And he's wearing a, a man's outfit. So maybe... All the women's clothing you've seen him wear. This is my theory. I, I There's all those pictures of him in the dress, him the in the brassiere, him in the heels, him in the blouse, all women's clothing. You're not. You're telling me that not one of those articles of clothing came from a stolen suitcase? That's how he gets off. That's how he gets off. <laughs> That's baby. how he gets off. He doesn't shop. He well, likes it. He gets the lipstick. He puts it on, goes into a meeting, talks about making the nuclear bombs. And that's how he gets off. And that's why Putin's not scared of us, because that's who's making our bombs. <laughs> I think he's just disposing of the waste after we've uh, used the nuclear materials. But that's aside <laughs> from the point. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, the, well, I think it's convenient, right? Oh, you're this trans, non-binary uh, muscle pup. Muscle pup is a new thing I've learned from him. Um, and But when it comes to flying on the plane, you're taking the easy road out. Wouldn't a real non-binary lady wear heels no matter what? So, of course, it's dressed like a man when it's travel day. When it's a three-hour flight, all the non-binary goes out the window, I guess. That's such a good point. Um, and when it, he's on TV with Kareem Jean-Pierre. Yeah, when the cameras are going. Then it's time to put the lipstick <laughs> on. 
Um, That's and so, a good point. So I actually have to make this. I know a lot of people just hear this story and they go, oh, like he got caught again. Ha ha ha. And they don't look at the details of this. Um, but so the first uh, arrest was MSP airport and the second arrest was Las Vegas or he's got a warrant out. Um, and so he actually got away with this Vegas one. The Las Vegas suitcase uh, theft predates the MSP suitcase theft. They couldn't find out who stole the luggage. They couldn't, like, they had him on camera, but they couldn't backtrack him back to where his flight was to identify him. They just said, oh, it's a guy in this colorful, colorful shirt, right? Mm-hmm. And then the MSP theft gets all this media attention and coverage, and the investigator of the Vegas theft goes, Leo DiCaprio, that's my guy. Pointed him out. Oh. So he found it through the mainstream media coverage of this twink. Interesting. So it was like he was getting away with it. So we caught the twink. Exactly. We caught the twink. Publication, people talking about it, memes. Memes caught the twink. The memes caught the twink. So uh, he's in big trouble. He's facing five and ten years. So what happens there? He goes to jail for five years for stealing some luggage? Well, so I think usually if it's your first offense, you can probably plead down to like, okay, whatever. I I, I plead down to a misdemeanor. You know how prosecutors are these days. You'll say I'm a muscle pup. Yeah, I'm a muscle pup. I had no control over myself. I was in a twink. I was in the throes of twinking. Um, so his but, way out. But so the the two, the second theft really hurts him because he can't take two pleas for a misdemeanor in probation, right? Yeah. Because then it's like he'll go to court for the second one. They'll be like, okay, buddy, you have a history of this. Yeah. You're a real sick puppy. It wasn't puppy. just once. Yeah. So It's a sick muscle puppy. So, yeah. So a lot of people overlook those details, but I think that's hilarious that some old investigator detective guy was sitting there watching his TV, drinking his Miller Lite, and he goes, that's the twink who stole the luggage. <laughs> Uh, and then he got charges brought. So, yeah. Yeah. Good job, law enforcement. Let's finish the job. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then- Let's if, bring it to real justice. Yeah, let's get some real justice here. And then if you guys um, are obsessed with all the twinks that the Biden administration's bringing in, you're going to love the Twink House puzzle, which we have for sale on fleckistoys.com. It's a very fun puzzle. It makes a great gift for the holidays. Order it fast so you can get it before Christmas. We also have the Hillary Clinton receptacle van, the van that she got stuffed into like a bag of meat at the 9-11 memorial when she fainted. We have the Dan Crenshaw rhino, the action figure. Uh, We have Joe Biden, the clown, and the dog-faced pony soldier. These are great holiday gifts. They're all made in America. We have a guy in Nashville who's cranking them out. So let's support the show. Let's support America-made businesses. And let's buy some weird uh, twink stuff for the holidays for the people in your family who are absolute (laughs) nut freaks like us. Yep. Yeah, right? You said it. You said it all. (laughs) Um, And then I think we should take odds on who's the next twink to commit a crime or, like, make the news, right? What's the one on the top left? Cooper. I think Cooper's going to get a DUI. They're smoking the vape pen. That's a good guess, actually. For I was smoking gonna... the vape pen, not for drinking, for smoking the vape pen. I was going to say he's kind of like one of the least likely, but DUI type stuff is good. Um, I think Admiral Levine, Admiral Ooh, Levine might Admiral. find himself in some hot water. I think Admiral knows the game. The, the monkeypox guy could be talking to minors on Snapchat. That's true. That's true. He could be. That's he could true. Be. <laughs> he could be. So uh, if you've no slander there, he There's could no be. Slander. That's true. He could be. Exactly. Um, very particular so, word choice there. <laughs> very particular <laughs> word choice. Anything he, can happen. He just showed up basically for a week and he burned fast and bright and he fizzled out. So, we're, you know, 
we're watching, but he's not in the limelight anymore. Yeah, I think we have our odds, and it's good to get it set in the on the record. Absolutely, for what we think is going to happen. That's Absolutely. very important. Cooper's getting a vape pen DUI, and he's going to go, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's mine." What's like, the pen? I don't know. I smoked. Yeah, I smoked it a couple hours ago, and it's like, mm, shouldn't have said that. Shouldn't have said that. Should have said it was just in your car. Should have said it was some friends. Yep. Shouldn't have said you smoked a couple hours ago because now you admitted. Now the cops got to process the DUI paperwork. Well, if Cooper watches, he may he might learn something. How to avoid the cops, right there. Yeah, Cooper. Good to see you again. Thanks for tuning in every <laughs> week. All right. We last could put Dash on there, but that would not have been the Twink House. Yeah, Dash isn't Twink enough. But also, if you ask Dash if he's like if you would date a trans girl. I think oh, he'd go, yeah. He'd have yeah, to say, of course yeah. I would. Which makes him a twink. <laughs> Which is in the twink universe. Holy shit. That's why people think like, oh, we're being mean with twink. Twink is their word. They like it. And it's true. Everyone is a twink or in the twink universe. <laughs> we're misusing it. We're misusing it a little bit. We've used it for our own purposes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's not a pejorative. It's just a descriptor. Mm-hmm. So moving on. Last piece of housekeeping. This one really woke me up because I would have fallen victim to the same thing. Man arrested after spending $515,000 that was transferred into his account by accident. Yeah. So five half a mil. Banker error in your favor was a PSYOP. Do not pass go. Just <laughs> yeah. Go straight to jail. Go straight to jail. Do not spend that bank error in your favor. I would see that money and I would immediately like down payment on a house or I'd go buy whatever. I would go buy mini bikes. Yeah. No, <laughs> More think, mini bikes. Well, so, so I think there's now a question, like if you get an accidental bank error in your favor, like if this guy did the bank error in his favor, yanked out 515 grand, put it somewhere, put it in his abuelo's house left it with a homie, safe deposit box, something, you know, some sort of thing where he could get it back. Um, the time might be worth it. What is he going to do? First time offense, bank fraud, you get what, a year? And then you get six months on good behavior. That might be worth 550. Yeah, wire me that 550. I don't know. Yeah. That's a decision for each man to make, but just uh, create a, a plan. You know, you got to put it somewhere. That's a great point. And mm-hmm. I think I'm I'm in the market for a, a wire transfer in my favor by accident now. Yeah, me too. Because then I'll just do a year and I'll go the I'll go to the jail, hang out with the merchant of death. I'll get uh, to know I some. I wish he was still there. I know. If I went to the same one as him, the same jail, I would take the 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 six months in jail. Mm-hmm. If it's just, you know, regular prison, no. Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So good to know. Bank error in your favor does not exist. That's the end of housekeeping. That was an important housekeeping. I'm glad we got through it. We have an important Cringe of the Week as well. Two pages of Cringe of the Week. Our first Cringe of the Week is a cringery. A father is trying to put the star on top of their tree, and it does not go well. Multiple generations featured in this video. Don't fall. (laughs) Thank you. He's just setting a bad example for his kid. Look at his kid. And everything goes down. That's a textbook blowout. Multiple generations in that video. The kid was had his arm underneath the chair. The table blows out. You know what's interesting? His Looking arms backwards. Now. Yeah, his arm is backwards, and you guys have a brutal hospital bill. Looking back, I have never. I don't have any memories of my dad doing dumb shit like that. Like a total wipeout, or a or like a it. ladder on top of a table. Yeah, <laughs> or like yeah. a ladder over the stairs. Like we were on the roof. We were on the a ladder on the roof. 
But my dad did a good job of like knowing how the ladder works and knowing like how to position it. And then like safety is first. Mm-hmm. And like, I've never seen a wipeout like that. Not even close. And if anything like that ever happened, it would be like the kids doing it and him being like, yo, don't do that. You guys just wrecked the house. Yeah. That's not what you do. So that's just bad. That's bad parenting and the kids watching. And then that kid's going to grow up and be a person who puts a, a chair on a table to reach the thing on the roof. And then what happened? You know what the only good decision involved in the whole thing was? Filming it. Yeah. Yeah. Because now we have something to talk about. At least yeah. you have a viral video. Yeah. Bare minimum that you could have got out of it, you got. That's Imagine true. getting that and then not having footage of it. And then you're just dealing with injuries for Ooh. nothing. No upside. That's true. Yeah. My- Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. My dad never went viral. <laughs> uh, you know? All yeah. right. Next, we have a drag strip show in New York City. It's appropriate for all ages. We're going to muffle the music for copyright reasons. So, yeah, the kids are really jiving out. And the the man's butt is really out as well. <laughs> yeah. And the front row is all children. This is for all ages, all kids in the front. You know what's interesting about this, Richard Rapway? What? I've never seen a woman drag show get like a stage and a permit in New York City. What do you mean a woman drag show? Like that exact situation, but if it was a lady, would be like more normal if it was a girl, you know? But that would still be violently inappropriate for the city. But like that guy got a stage and a permit for this, for an all-ages drag show to do that. Yeah. Like I've never seen seen the a, a stripper thing for girls like uh, like women Mm -hmm. who get a permit, like it doesn't exist. Yeah. So it's like, that's weird that we're given permits out in New York city for stuff like this. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a a good point. And I think it's the the degenerate mind of a man. I think there's a difference there where a woman would never think to do that, but a couple sick, twisted puppies, sick, twisted dudes, they get together and they go, what can we do? Yeah. And uh, where do we start? The woman Let's would do like, the paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like the Let old them school. deny us the yeah. permit. It's and like, we really go to war. Yeah, it's like that old school quote or whatever uh, from that movie where it's like, you, they're surprisingly very good at paperwork. <laughs> yeah. Like they just, the drags, they just dot their T's and cross their I's extremely it's well. It's hard to deny them. Yeah, and that's that's the passion they have for uh, infecting children with mind virus. They, yeah. they really want to do it that bad. Uh, and it is a mind virus, and people are very influenceable, especially the children, and mm-hmm. we have proof of that in our next video. There's a group called Drag Syndrome, which is a group of young men who have Down syndrome who are also drag queens. Mm-hmm. Let's take a look at the, what they're doing. 
Lady Francesca. Nikita Gums. I'm a Venus star. Give me a kiss, baby. Wow. Lady Mercury's in the house. So this is what they're up to. They do drag shows. And our friend Gavin M. Mm. Made a video about this where he basically went through the probability of like, all right, they take they they live in the UK. So the probability of like the number of Down syndrome people in UK and then the odds of them. Which is like 2% of the population or something, right? Yep. And then like them being interested and becoming drag queens. And it's like you do the math and like it's statistically like impossible. It's like they're they're both only 1% of the population. People interested in drags and then Down syndrome people. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like if you do the math, it's like, well, that's 0.001. Like it compounds to be even less likely. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's like really impossible. But then like five for five, not like it's one person. There's five people. And that and then that kind of shows how like they're influenceable people. They have Down syndrome. They're probably easier to influence than – other people. Yeah, they're not exactly like, you know, just firing on all cylinders about what their identity is. They're kind of told, you and, know, and to an extent. Like, yeah, and like pushed in the right direction. So then you have that, and then it's like, who's more, the only people more influenceable than drag syndrome people are probably children. Than Down syndrome people? Drag syndrome, what did I oh, say? Yeah, drag syndrome, but you mean Down syndrome. Down like, syndrome people, yeah. because yeah. they're, this is pre-drag. They're, yeah, they're yeah, pushed yeah. into drag. So, so it's like, it's almost like a, a way to test your hypothesis. Like if we can get the drag syndrome or the Down syndrome people to do drag, kids is like. Kids is next. It's next up. It's can, easy. Yeah. If we can get one in 10 Down syndrome people to do drag, we can get six in 10 kids to do it. Exactly. It's like that math where it like, it, it, it. Goes parabolic mm-hmm. once you, once you understand. Oh, you reach a critical mass of <laughs> yeah. uh, of recruiters. We'll call them. Uh, you know, and yeah. it, it goes it goes gangbusters for kids. So it's pretty much impossible. And and we're seeing the result, right? That's like the entire premise of that Abigail Schreier's book, right? Is that it's a social contagion. Uh, we've talked about it on the podcast a lot how Gen Z is now the most gay, and it's like twenty five percent or something. Yeah, right? like one in five kids is gay. And so it's like it didn't come from nowhere. Didn't come out of nowhere. Exactly. Uh, it's spread and it's kind of like a host. You need a host to replicate. It's it's very parasitic. You need a host to replicate. And then sometimes that host goes, Ugh, I'm, I'm cured. I'm detransitioning. Or that was a weird phase. But by that point, they probably had recruited two others, you yeah, know, or yeah, influenced yeah. two others. So yeah, it's a very yeah, sick yeah. world. It's a very sick, crazy world. And we saw the same thing with Elon Musk has a daughter who is mm-hmm. trans and trying to change her name and- uh, disown herself from Elon. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you think he's happy about that? No. Do you think he's part of the reason that happened? Or do you think it's all outside influence on his daughter? Both. I think the outside influence making his daughter anti-Elon yeah. makes her want to be anti-herself and someone completely new. Um, yeah. And, and we don't know too much about that, but it's like obviously- That's the guess, but yeah. we're probably correct. Yeah. I'm not baffled. Anecdotal gut instinct. <laughs> yeah. I'm not baffled anymore. I'm going. It's probably this. I'll, and the doctors, <laughs> the doctors should go. It's probably this. Yo, what's that blood clot in that 25 year old's leg? It's probably. Hmm. I'm hmm. them. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, no. I'm. Yeah. This is 2023. Is the year of no more baffled. Yeah. No longer baffled. Yeah. Um. Next piece of cringe. The moms that are mad that their kids want to hang out with them. Yeah, this is two women comedians. Mm, two women. 
younger son, now that he's older, I'm like, do you remember when you'd say this? And like, and he'd be like, yes. I'm like, why? Why did you want me to feel bad? Like, we'd be like, I'd be like, let's say our prayers tonight. And he's like, I pray that my mommy doesn't have to work. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, why do you make you feel so bad? My daughter does that too. She wants to be with me all the time. And like, I just told my husband, I said, I feel so bad because so much of my time with her, I'm trying to wrap it up. You know, like, she's like, come sit with me while I take my bath. And like, the babysitters are, I'm like, I, I, I have a Zoom, I have to go. You know, yeah, but I feel yeah. like that energy I'm a Zoom. so much and it makes me feel bad because then when she's gone, I'm like, I love her so much. I just want to hang out with her. But the I have work to do and, and I, it's dealing with so it. hard to make like, that. Yeah, leave me alone. Just go on TikTok and become transgender. Yeah. Stop. I have a Zoom. I got to go talk to the computer. I have a Zoom. Are you kidding me? Um, and uh, this is kind of like the principle where we said when you get too far from how your food is made. Mm. Like, this is kind of the same principle expounded. Like, yeah, you guys don't think kids want to be with their moms? Like, little kids want to be with their moms. You're talking like about all bath time. <laughs> and you're like, wrap it up? Are you? It's like, honestly, so depressing. Yeah, that's very depressing. And for these women to just talk to each other. I don't know, dude. Go but, watch a TikTok and become trans. Yeah. Let, let the internet raise you. I, I Mommy has a podcast. And then mommy sees the kids like, you know, once a day for a little bit. And the kid's like, oh, I'm a, I'm not a boy. I'm a girl. And it's like, all right. Yeah, all right, yeah, yeah, you are. Like, I have to say yes. We have to work. Let's work on that. Like, yeah, you are. So that's kind of how it plays out. Yeah. That's so depressing. Yeah. It's not good. And I, I have mean, to go to a Zoom. It's like, what did you say that and go, ooh, that doesn't sound good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a bad Am parent. I spending my time right? I yeah. have limited time on earth. Am I actually spending it right? Like, ooh, yeah, I shouldn't say that. Wrap camera. it up. Yeah, unironically wrap it up to your uh, seven-year-old to, yeah, yeah. whoever needs bath time. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's not 20. The babysitters are there. Yeah. They can handle it. Um, all right, next, the mom cancels Christmas after the vet bill. Yeah, I already know what your take is going to be on this. Uh, yeah, especially when you see You're the- pretty ruthless. So uh, it says, mother tells her children Christmas is canceled as she's hit with 8,000-pound vet bill after family's uh, Staffordshire Bull Terrier was diagnosed with bone cancer. You know what my take is. Why don't you tell the audience, just in case they don't know. Let's not pay that eight grand bill, and let's let the dog enjoy his remaining years. Christmas is not canceled, and if it not if that can't play out like that, and the dog's got to get put down, you put the dog down. Yeah, it's not if eight you, grand. How much does the dog cost? Two hundred bucks. Yeah, if you're canceling Christmas, that's pretty impactful on your kid's life, right? Yeah, and the dog who has bone cancer. Is going to die. And he's already old, probably. Yeah. So he's going to die, and it's either going to be die in the next six months or die in two years from now. Because he gave him eight grand of treatment, and the dog costs $200. I know people don't factor that in as much. Yeah. But it's like, you can get 40 dogs. I know. that. That's (laughs) That's, where you lose me. That's where you lose me, even. It's like, kids, you want to do the treatment, or do you want 40 dogs? But it's just like, you're going to make everyone sad, and then everyone's going to kind of semi-resent the dog or feel weird about it, and then the surgery might not even go that great. Like, the dog surgery might, I don't know, are dogs, are the vets really that great? Are they the best skilled surgeons? And the dogs in the pit bull universe. Mm. So it's probably, you're like increasing the chance the dog thrashes your kids in the next two years. Yeah. You almost got out of jail quick where it's like, all right, six months left. All right. Like we're on the clock. Now you have two more years of a pit bull in the house. So, and uh, what would the situation be? Say this woman was a billionaire. Pay the tab, right? Yeah. Pay the tab. You love your dog. Great. Easy. Canceling Christmas, ruining, you know, your child's, you know, one of their formative years just because the dog needs an extra six months on his his clock. This might sound bad, 
and this might be like going too far. Okay. I don't think people should like the dogs to like dogs that much. I know that's fine. That's you're on a di- you're on a different level. You don't have bonding. You don't bond with your dog. Like I like the dog. I like Jerry. Yeah. But it's like I think it's a mistake. And let me know in the comments if you guys agree. Maybe I'm way off. I think it's a mistake to use like too much love energy on a dog. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think, I think I, they're fine. I think that's 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 a man situation. You know, women kind of love dogs more than men do, and they go, "Oh, he's a little baby." Look, you think I he's a, a baby is why? I know, which is but, also not good. But you're also like keeping your dog at an arm's distance. Like, yeah, do what I said. I don't even. Yeah, I don't <laughs> even know his name. He feeds himself. Yeah. Oh, he's dead. Whatever. I'll get another one. Yeah, but uh, whatever. Yeah. Hey, I'm not going to take too strong of a stance on that because I have good relationships with dogs. Dog is man's best friend, you know, but I'm not choosing my dog over my family's Christmas. Yeah. So. Which is basically my take as well. Yeah. With a little more. With a little harshness. With a little harshness. Yeah. Salt in the wound. Okay. Page two of cringe. We have a lot more cringe to get through. The Trans Hockey League, which was promoted by the NHL, which is obvious, which honestly is a fantastic idea. I would watch trans hockey over any woman's sport ever. Me too. I would watch any trans league. So if like if you guys are kind of going it's around, it's not the reason you guys want us to watch. <laughs> That's yeah. the big difference. Yeah, it's not because I'm an equity inclusion ally or whatever. It's because I'm a freak watcher. It's because I'm a collector of pets. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And it's like if there was a trans league of anything, I would watch. I would watch it more than the NFL. Yeah. And that's coming from a guy with the Michael Vick jersey on. Okay, so do you want me to give you the rundown of yeah, what happened give me the, here? give me the quote. Okay, so the NHL is proud to support this past weekend's Team Trans Draft Tournament in Middleton, Wisconsin. Mm. So the, this was the first tournament comprised entirely of transgender and non-binary players with around 80 folks participating. <laughs> they used the Obama folks. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's, it's like semi-sanctioned by the NHL. It's part of their little thing. They want less whites. They want less men. They want a black woman to lead the whole thing and ruin it, which is fine. That's their prerogative. If you want to slowly decay from the inside, fine. But so there was a little bit of a controversy, right? Um, where someone got hurt. Yeah. Someone got hurt and that person got hurt. The person who got hurt didn't have a penis Mm. and the person who hurt them had a penis. Mm. So, uh, concussed. Yeah, it said, so uh, this this athlete is recounting what happened to her. It said, once I was out playing the puck, I took a very odd fall into the boards in which I needed medical attention to make sure my neck and extremities were okay. For physical safety, I was stretchered off the ice and taken to the ER. I am okay, blah, blah, blah. This article goes on to say there was an enormous difference in size between the two teams, height, weight, shoulder width, muscles, and the differences were plain to even a child. Mm. Um and there was a single team, the pink team, ended up stacked with physically imposing biological men, trans women. Uh, and by no coincidence, that team also went on to become tournament champions. And so this thing, hold on, I got to find the right quote. Um, thing? What was thing about? Nothing. It was a filler word. But you're, not, you're not referring to anyone as thing. No, no I'm taking a break cast for a second. I'm trying to find out where it was. Um, yeah. So th- basically a woman was just pushed to the ground by a player of team pink who self describes as a bisexual trans woman, bisexual, meaning I still use my dick for whatever I feel like that day. Um, and I'm trying to find the quote, but it said basically 
this woman got a concussion, strained neck, and the, took 17 minutes to get stretchered off the mm. ice. So it was a total catastrophe. Um, well, that sounds like what you'd expect. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, that's pretty much like they keep proving us right. Mm -hmm. It's like this weird thing where we always get proven right and it's always the same. And what I found interesting is this was like a charity event. This wasn't like Leah Thomas in the NCAA finals, you know? This was a charity event. It's for fun. So you'd think the trans people would just be like, oh, whatever, you know, it's not that competitive. But no, their bloodlust to dominate women is so strong that they even had to concuss somebody on this- uh, They had to kill a chick. On this charity event. So, hey, I love that league. I'm not making jokes when I say I would watch it over women's sports. Let's check in on women's sports. I don't know. Let's spin the wheel and pick a random sport. Uh, field hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Let's check in on field women's field hockey and see what they're up to. Maybe the state championship has like some good highlights. I'm sure they do. Oh, the, here we go. This is a penalty shot for the state championship. <laughs> Imagine adding a guy to that. Let's add a dude. Let's add a dude to put some slap shots on slap that. Shots <laughs> scoring in the top right corner of the goal. The girl can't even reach. Dude, hey, and this is the state championship game. I want to see the lowest ranked team in the state. I want to see what they're up to. Yeah, that's who won the state championship. Oh my god. It just trickled in. And I'm I'm happy for those girls. I'm happy there's no guys on the team and they had oh. fun and that's good. I'm not making fun of them. Me too. That's just pretty, you know. Mm. Like, guys shouldn't compete with that is kind of the yeah, end of that. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. happy for them, great. Guys shouldn't compete. All right, next, there is a trans person who's, uh, who picked suicide or is going to pick suicide? Yes. Uh, Nathan Verilhest, 44, died yesterday afternoon after being allowed to have his life ended on grounds of unbearable psychological suffering. And so this is a person hmm. who went trans. It was a woman who tried to become a man, went trans, said, hey, that didn't work, and then had the government assist their suicide in Belgium. So uh, absolute catastrophe. Uh, he was born Nancy, was disappointed by the sex change results. And I think this is kind of the uh, the key crux of the issue here um, is this was a, attempting to be a man, right? Mm -hmm. And so this person had been trans since I think it said 2009. Mm. So that's a long time to be trans, right? It's a long time. And so I think they got the surgery, called themselves and saw themselves as an abomination after that, after whatever floppy thing they added to the front hole um, didn't really work out. And I think they said, I got to take the suicide route. Government, mm. Belgium, can you help me? And Belgium, of course, obliged. 
which is interesting. And that's a type of situation that you don't hear much about because you always hear about the good stuff. Yeah. And that's why on the show, even though it's dark, we kind of have to highlight it. It's very dark. And I think that's the thing. It's like gender affirming care as they like to package it and call it doesn't really affirm much when you take a piece of your forearm and you get a floppy dick uh, that you put your urethra through. Mm. I think that you kind of have some suicidal thoughts after that. Yeah. It's like a, I think it's like a 2% success rate, to be honest. And they're making it seem like it's a 95% success rate. Yep. Um, all right. So it, it kind of blends two options, two things, trans surgery and how gruesome and pro, uh, plastic it is. Like, you know, and it's basically just plastic surgery and then euthanasia, which we're seeing more and more countries offer to people. Yeah. And this article actually said, sorry to go too long on it. One in 50 deaths is now uh, state assisted euthanasia. One in 50. Wow. So that's going to keep going up. Yeah. They're going to just take everything from you until you have nothing to the point where you're just like, all right, well, at least I have the ability to kill myself. Pain pills or suicide, my friend? Which yeah. which way, Western white guy? Exactly. All right, next, uh, Dash Dabrowski with the worst take ever. Uh, Elon Musk has been doing Twitter files. Uh, so I think he did five Twitter files so far, yep. talking about Trump getting banned, talking about uh, the, co- the corroboration with uh, the government. FBI and involvement. FBI, exactly. Now he's going after Fauci, saying uh, Fauci should be prosecuted. My pronouns are prosecute Fauci. And we obviously used to sell the um, arrest Fauci arrest Fauci shirt. Yeah. So we don't sell it anymore, but we, we sort of stopped selling it like a year ago. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's how early we were. Yeah. Now he's saying prosecute Fauci. And then Dash Dabrowski has the worst take of all time. Give it a read, please. Elon Musk said his pronouns are prosecute Fauci. Fauci is a hero who served the U.S. for 50 years. Musk is now calling for the arrest of an innocent man. It seems Musk's goal is not to make money from Twitter. It appears his goal is to destabilize the West. Which is like the craziest take of all time. We just had the biggest transfer of wealth ever. Uh, They keep printing money. Uh, They rolled out an experimental vaccine, which is fucking people up and killing people after two years of lockdowns, destroyed everyone's businesses. We have like the most political division of all time. They're convincing little boys that they're girls. One in five people is gay. Crimes aren't being prosecuted. Criminals are being released on the street. There's like 50 million illegal immigrants here. Southern borders wide open. (laughs) Southern borders wide open. Our mail-in voting system is a joke. But Elon Musk exposing some little cover-ups. <laughs> yeah, is, is the, the one who's trying to destabilize the West. It's like a hey, dash. We're a little late. You're a little late for worrying about who's destabilizing the West. Yeah. It's already been done. Buddy. <laughs> yeah, we're like uh, we're like one of those houses on the outer banks of North Carolina that's on stilts and like the the ground's already mostly going away. Like yeah. you want to talk about destabilized? It's not in the last year. And I think in that tweet thread, he said Elon Musk is behaving like a foreign asset. It's like dash. That's you. Dash. <laughs> That's who pays you the you'll, money. You'll say anything for a fucking check. You get check. the money from George Soros. He goes, That's why, you. Yeah. <laughs> why is this payment in rubles? I said everything they wanted me to. You know, but, yeah. So the way, that's like an incredible that's actually, take. That's actually a leftist take right there that Russia is influencing it because it's not, obviously. Yeah. Russia's, yeah, no more brother wars with Russia. Yeah. Um, and Ratboy and I were talking about this the other day, kind of like the pitfalls of the, uh, for American boys. Like back in the day when our parents were growing up, you could either be like a jock, a nerd, a theater kid, like a punk kid, a goth kid, or like, you know, and you kind of had your pick. But like a, a bunch of the, the the groups you picked, 
we're like going to be good and okay. Yeah. There's and, a path forward. Yeah. There's a path forward. And now it's like, you're a pup, you're a muscle pup. You're a demi boy. You're two spirit. You're a twink. You're a jock. Like fentanyl's there. <laughs> you're, you're a you pill know? popper. You're a rave kid. You have all these like things to get involved in that take you down, not up. Yeah. And it's just like the, it's like back in the day, it's like if you had a thousand kids, like 700 of them were going in the right direction and 300 of them were like, eh, you know, whatever. Now it's like 90 kids are maybe going in the right direction yeah. in the younger generations, if I had to guess. There are just more pitfalls, more opportunities to like lose your identity and go into like a waste of your time, waste of your energy thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, 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 I want to be like the sports betting guy. I'm the big mm-hmm. sports better, like waste your time. Oh, I'm ruined financially. You know, oh, I'm the, I'm the fentanyl. I'm the pill popper. I'm the raver. Like you said, mm-hmm. there's so many different things that you can fall into and just kind of like never recover from. That gets you nowhere. It gets you with no money, no family or nothing. And then just makes you a consumer part of society. That's just like in debt and, Waiting for Klaus Schwab to to give you the peas, the tell pea, you which the bugs to tell spice you which up. bugs to eat, yeah, and make mealworm burgers, and that's what that's what we're that's where we're at. Yep. Um, next, we're ending into Urban Decay, but before we do, guys, this week's Urban Decay is brought to you by our friends over at FleckusMerch.com. We have the best merch in the game. We have the Clinton shirt. We have the Synthwave Trump shirt. We have the Trader Joe's shirt. Fleckus Talks, the fire hoodie. Fleckus Talks, the show hoodie. All very cool things. We got Trader Joe's mugs, too. Go to FleckusMerch.com. Put your order in today. It will get there before Christmas if you put it in today. You got Now's the time. You have some gifts for people in your life. Get them a couple T-shirts. Get them a mug. Do it now. Do it now. I need the money. I'm desperate. I have nothing. If you don't do this, you screwed me. And you owe me 50 bucks. Next, Urban Decay. George Floyd 2. We have a George Floyd 2 situation in this week's Urban Decay. Yeah, and this is kind of uh, going on with a theme that we've been talking about for the last few episodes, right? Mm -hmm. Entitled criminals. Entitled criminals, People who don't think they're going to get caught. They don't think that anything's going to happen to them. Let's just watch this. He's just very confused as to why he's being apprehended. Let me steal. What are you doing? This is illegal. Looks at the camera. I can't start telling. I can't breathe. Yelling, I can't breathe, too. And then the here's the thing, too. It's like, obviously, call the police. But let's also call the fashion police on that guy boom, right boom. there. And it's a guy with a purse who's just standing around not helping. Why am I not surprised? Yeah. Let's call the police and the fashion police because this guy needs to get locked up, too. There he is. He's just um, standing around not helping. So holding stolen merch. He won't give up the merch. He can't breathe, but he won't give up the merch. And he's saying, this is illegal. <laughs> this is illegal. Detaining me is illegal after I just illegaled you. Yeah. So it's it's great, man. It's fun living here with the, the, the two different laws and the entitled criminals and stuff because 
the funny thing is he's he's a little bit right. You do you might get in trouble for holding someone like that back. Yeah, you should um, let him go. But yeah, hilarious. Entitled criminals, right? Yep. Next, uh, there's a San Francisco guy who attacked somebody and they're holding him down until the cops get there. And then this lady with stretched out ears is saying like, what are you doing? You gotta let him go. And that's, that's, but why do you have to call the cops over that? Look at my ear. Like this is salt. What do you mean? Punch the guy. She says, why do you have to call the cops over that? There's the guy. So we so this lady with the stretched out ears is having her worldview messed up because the black guy is calling the cops on the white criminal <laughs> to get him in trouble, and she's uh, under the impression that cops are white supremacists or whatever white supremacy. But she's ignoring the fact that a black guy is calling the cops on a white criminal and the cop who shows up is not white either. I think she comes up to the situation and the only thing she thinks is police are bad. So whatever's happening here, no matter what happened before it, no matter what's going on right now, don't call the police on someone. Yeah. Police are white supremacy. Yeah. And it's like, so what's the solution? Okay, lady, let's do it your way. Should we beat the shit out of him right now? <laughs> like, does he need his, he needs his punishment, right? And we as society have agreed to outsource that punishment to police, right? That's part of our social contract in America. And her probably like, why, well, why do he hate you? Yeah. Did you, does he need something? Yeah, does he need 50 bucks? Do you need something for your family? And it's like heroin. <laughs> um, <laughs> he attacks her yeah. too. And so, I mean, what a, what a delusional woman. I'm glad this got caught on camera. This is the type of woman who uh, back in 1492, her small town would get conquered and she'd just go right with the captors yeah. she'd just be like okay i'm sorry whatever <laughs> uh forget my husband you know whoever so uh literally just a, a representation of the worst thing in politics right now yeah brutal brutal white women who who are wanting to control what people do yeah it's like the last people we should listen to have ears like that <laughs> And then she's, yeah, she like exactly like you said, she thinks cops are the problem. Cops are racist, but the criminal is white. The guy calling the cops is black. And then the cop who showed up is Asian. Yeah. So it's like, lady, I don't know if you should keep applying your truths yeah. <laughs> to your behavior because we're not getting as far as you think we are. That, I, I, that black guy, I love him. He has the exact same thing as me. Like, yeah. we... You want to beat the shit out of him right now? Like, stop street justice this? Uh, well, the cops are here. Yeah. They'll let him go. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you should like the cops, lady. They're going to yeah. let him go. Yeah. They're going to they're gonna do like a process where they fingerprint him, bring him in, and then the DA is just going to say, good game, buddy. Get back okay. out there. Get back out there two hours later. Yeah. So. All right. Next we have, and this is in line with the same idea of like the cities going to the lowest common denominator, and then all the people in the cities who actually keep the city going. Uh, are leaving. This is a guy who lives on Long Island uh, who's from New York and just moved to Long Island because the New York City is too crazy. Where are you from? New York. I was born in the city. I live on Long Island now. What's your favorite part about living in New York? Living on Long Island. (laughs) So you don't like Manhattan that much or why? It's a freak show. I like the answer. It's very honest and different from a lot of people. What do you mean by freak show? A lot of weirdos. A lot of mental patients, a lot of crime, a lot of dirt. I understand there's a lot of things to do in New York as a tourist attraction and all that, but I'm done with all that, and now I'm here for work. Uh, Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. Which is exactly it. The people who built the city are long gone, and now they're going to leave it for 
the drag queens, the pedophiles, and the criminals. And yeah. see how long we can go with that. Yeah. Good luck, guys. As long as they get their permits. As long <laughs> yeah. as the drag queens get their permits, we're good. Yeah, exactly. Last piece of urban decay. Uh, pregnant black women are getting UBI in California. Yeah. Um, so it says San Francisco Guaranteed Income Program for pregnant black women to expand across California. San Francisco has a guaranteed income program for transgender residents that provides payments of up to $1,200 a month. So this is a new category. They're doing the trans experiment. Now they have pregnant black women. They give you $1,000 a month for 12 months. They did a pilot program for like 150 women. So what is that? Over 150 grand right there, right? Mm -hmm. Times 12, 150 grand times 12. You do the math. Um, so not crazy dollar amount, but this is what they're massaging themselves into, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and it's expanding. They're now expanding it to other counties in California. So the virus continues. The virus continues. Money for everyone, as long as you're not a straight white male. Well, that's, we were talking about this before the show. I think that, um, you know, people like Andrew Yang and those types have often talked about universal basic income. Mm -hmm. And I think we just figured out how they're going to roll it out. They're going to give it to every minority or weird affected group. And then yeah. eventually it's going to be like, all right, everybody's getting about 2000 a month. We're pretty good. And then white men are just like, we run this city. I, I like, work in the hole. Yeah. I work in the hole for $100 a day. Yeah. I, that's fine. So don't count on any sort of programs to give you money, viewer, if you're a white man. Um, but yeah, you know, take advantage of this if you can and waste their money. The, the funny thing is, in any context where, like, the government is handing out money to someone, there was an opportunity for them to not take the money in the first place. Mm. You know what I mean? But governments, and especially liberal governments, they don't give that up. They just redistribute it. They don't say, okay, uh, if you're pregnant and you show it to the city, you don't have to pay property taxes this year. Mm. That, would, that would make too much sense, right? Mm -hmm. You know, just get, cut them some slack. No, they still need the revenue. They just like divvying out to their boys, their they friends. They have to collect the money. They're going to keep collecting more and more, and then they get to decide what kind of stuff to do. So it's like if you're doing UBI for the trans people and then the black pregnant people, it's like that means we got extra money. Yeah. Well, we give $100 billion to Ukraine, and then we're giving <laughs> a lot of money to the trans people. It's like, uh, what's my tax bracket? Yeah, what am I doing? And and that's, that's why I don't pay taxes. I'm just kidding. I do pay taxes. Uh, and But that's the thing. It's like, what's California state income tax? It's 10%, right? Mm -hmm. And so at any point, California could go, hey, pregnant women, or if you're, if you're starting a family, your state income tax is waived for the year that you're pregnant. Whatever year you give birth in, that whole year, you're free. And it's like, that's giving someone a 10% raise. But that would make too much sense. They would never do that. They need to take the money. Then they give it to their buddies yeah. who get reelected. It's a whole game. They need to so. take the money from the haves and give it to the have-nots. Yeah, who they conveniently decide are all the oppressed people. Yeah, but don't get too down. Don't let it depress you. We are moving on into our uplifting gold section. All right, this week's uplifting gold is brought to you by our friends over at Gold River Trading Company. Guys, now is the time to pick up some great holiday gifts. The tea drinker in your life. Look at this lovely package that Gold River Trading Company sent me. It comes like this. It's super nice. Goldriverco.com is the website. Go there today and pick up a batch of tea. Why buy tea from companies that hate your guts and don't like you and want to make your kids trans? Why not support companies that share your America First values? Gold River Trading Company has sponsored the podcast probably like 30 times. So let's support them right back. It makes a great gift. If you put the order in today, it will be there by Christmas. Get the tea drinker in your life something great. 
maybe add a base mug in there. If you send me a receipt for at least $40 from Gold River Trading Company, I will send you a free based mug. Goldriverco.com is the website. Links are in description. Go get some tea today. It's a great holiday gift. They support the show. Let's support them right back. It's a high quality product and it tastes really good. No more buying tea from Starbucks or Coffee Bean. Gold River Trading Company is the place to get your tea. Links are in the description. Let's get into Uplifting Gold. All right, Uplifting Gold. Don't get too depressed from all that stuff we just put you through. The nice part is a lot of that stuff, if you make the right choices, you can avoid it completely. Yeah, you can laugh at it. You can live in the rural area with your nice family. And you, you go to a school that, like, is a co-op of parents, and you, you don't teach your kids any of this shit. Yeah. Um, but, you know. You can live, laugh, love freely. Yeah. Away from and that you can, stuff. You can put that on your kitchen. Live, yeah. laugh, love. That's right. And you can truly do it. Um, all right. First piece of uplifting gold. John Fetterman is considered the most stylish person by New York Times. Yeah, this is one of those clown subversion things that they do monthly to check in, make sure they tell you the opposite so they see how many people believe it. Um, and it says the New York Times names John Fetterman in its 93 most stylish people of 2022. Quote, Fetterman is going to bring Carhartt to the Capitol. Hey, I like that because that that's, that's how I dress every day. <laughs> so this is great news for basketball shorts and hoodies people, yeah. which is me. Um, so that's great. That's uplifting. Yeah. Great. All right. We're going to go fast through uplifting a little bit faster than usual because we are running out of time. Okay. Um, Too next, many pages of housekeeping. Best well, housekeeping of all time. That's why. We'd rather have housekeeping over uplifting gold, right? No one's even watching at this point. I agree. They I just agree. get depressed and turn it off in 32 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Tree open in house. Christmas fail. <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. I already knew that was going to happen. It was like, did you see how long the branches were that were that tucked? Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, next is sure caricature. Yeah, caricature. Caricature of, of this couple. <laughs> the tooth hole. <laughs> <laughs> and they love it. And he got absolutely roasted and they loved it. I had that in New Orleans. I tried to get a guy to roast me and then he just wouldn't do it. Yeah. Remember? He, he drew you too nice. He yeah. drew me nice, which is, I appreciate. I've seen that account before. They just, they skewer everyone who comes up. They find the one thing you're insecure about and then they make it the entire point of the caricature. <laughs> so. Hey, that's an Ameri- that's pure Americana. Yeah. Um, all right. Next, uh, the guy giving out the beans. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Everyone's getting beans. It's Christmas. What's the point of that? What are they up to? <laughs> I don't know. It seems like you can see on the counter, it seems like they spilled a lot of the beans. I don't know if they're even beans. And they dumped it out and it's had some like sort of like computer club and then the beans come out and they just dump them. So this is uplifting gold today, huh? Yeah. All right. Everyone got beans. Okay. You get beans. You get beans. You get beans. Hey, there's enough beans to go around. Times are good. That's yep. uplifting. Yep. Um, all right, next let's do the comedian making fun of the pro-choice people. This is a great, great bit. These great are point. comedians I can support. It's interesting how like some liberal women will be like, 
you know, octopuses are really smart. Like they have feelings and emotions. They're smarter than you think they are. Or like trees have energy, like they exude energy. Or like mushrooms, like they're interconnected. But when it comes to the fetuses, they're like, it's just a clump of cells. <laughs> That's so true. Um, yeah. That's fine. And I mean, dude, we've talked about this, right? Like the abortion argument, the abortion debate, whatever. If you can at least just admit it's more than nothing mm-hmm. and you can still say, I wanted the ability to do it. I want the ability to terminate a pregnancy because of X, Y, Z and controlling your own destiny and blah, blah, blah. But you have to acknowledge it's not nothing. Yeah. Right. And like, that's the problem. Bare minimum, acknowledge it's not nothing. And you can't do that. They can't do yeah. that. That's why I used to do it with the man on the street videos. It's like, if you're pro-choice, like that's fine to, that's your opinion, but you kind of got to know what you're signing up for. Yeah. Not like, Oh, I'm just a guy. Let, girls can do whatever they want. It's like, if you're pro-choice, this is what you're saying is okay. And like, here's what a baby looks like at first, second and third trimester. And if you're fine with that, getting aborted all the way through, you just have to confront like, me and oh. face me on that. You know? <laughs> okay. Like, yeah. That's your opinion. But you're a sick fuck. Let's not pretend it's just some clump of cells type of thing. Yep. Uh, next, uh, we already did the giving out the beans. <laughs> you want to go back to the beans? <laughs> um, all right. Next, the the Christmas gift lady. Throughout the year, I take things from my family, and they think that it's missing. Then on Christmas, I give it back to them. I've been looking for this purse for three months. And now you found it. <laughs> And now you found it. <laughs> that has to be set up. Dude. Yeah, it's funny. It's Christmas. Uh, I think that's from like Extreme Cheapskates, uh, TLC, yeah. Extreme Cheapskates. I think Classic. we could do a deep dive into some TLC shows on this podcast. Yeah. So that those TLC shows don't get enough juice for how much good content they have. Mm-hmm. The people eating the inside of the couch. People oh, yeah. Who- I just keep eating the, the filling of the couch, mattress filling. <laughs> like, I went through three couches this year. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you ate three couches this year? Um, all right, last clip of Uplifting Goal. Let's leave it all on a positive note. Um, the nuts at the cafe, the beans? We already did the beans. <laughs> Why not again? <laughs> Why not again? It's <laughs> the last three minutes of the podcast, the computer guys. Computer cafe beans, we already did. Um, growing up, did you ever try and find the gifts for Christmas? Yes, did and you? I found them once. I found once. I, like, well, I found them, and then I knew that was the spot. But what's the point? I'm not going to be able to get it. So what do I want to spoil it? I used to find them and then I would try to make deals like, hey, I already saw the hockey sticks. <laughs> Let me just get them now. School's out for a couple of days before Christmas. Let me get the sticks early. I already saw them. And that was the one thing that kind of actually bothered me all the time. Like if you were getting a gift that was winter specific, I got to wait and waste a whole month of snow in winter until I got the hockey stick. The mm-hmm. ice is out there right now, mom. You know, yeah. so that is the one part where I would say, give me the gift early and I'm yeah. not going to on Christmas day go, I didn't get enough. I'm going to go, I had the gifts early yeah. and then I got a couple more. Yeah. Everyone's happy. Yeah. All right. Last one. The lady at the fast food place. Yep. Gets TikToked. Yep. Excuse me. Yes. Question. I forgot my wallet at home. Mm-hmm. 
Is there any chance I could get like a piece of bread? No problem. I just want something to eat. Yeah. You want a cup of coffee? You sure? I paid for it. I'll are you sure? It, yes. Why are you doing that? We're human and we have to be nice to each other. Very Never good. know when I might see you on the road and you might be of help to me. I'm Zachary, by the way. Nice I'm to Sonia. Are you sure? Yes, I will pay for it. Don't worry about it. I'm very sure. If I wasn't sure, I wouldn't do it. We have to be kind to each other. It's okay. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Nice meeting you, young man. And you do something nice to somebody every day. Pay it forward, it's called. Can I pay it forward right now? Next person you see, you pay it forward to somebody. I actually had my wallet right here. Oh. At a thousand dollars. <laughs> this guy is something else. For you? No, 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 no. Yeah, I'll pay it for it back to you. What? <laughs> yeah. I love you. I, know, I love you too. What's your message to the world? We were brought up to be kind, not to be hateful. My mother always said we have one blood, and there's no black and white. That's very nice. Mm-hmm. Nice, like Jamaican lady. Yeah, probably. That's nice. That's what, it, and she, you know. Maybe she knew she was going to be on a TikTok. Maybe she saw him with the rig and streaming. Who knows? But did the right thing. What if he walked away without giving her any money and she goes, hey, you were filming. You owe me a, you owe me a grand. Yeah. Or what if she was like one of the people that aren't so nice at the fast food place? Like, no money. You got to go. Get out. Get Next out. We had enough of you. We had enough of you. Next in line. You was in here last week, weren't you? Next in line. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, that's the end of the episode. Another Fluckus Talks in the Books. Thank you guys for watching. Please like, share, subscribe. All the good stuff. FluckusMerch.com for the best merch in the game. FluckusToys.com for those very cool action figures. If you guys want a based mug, if you're still into based mugs, we have BasedMug.com is the available site where you can get the based mugs. And make sure you check out My Patriot Supply and Gold River Trading Company for those products. They sponsor the show. Links are in the description. Go buy something. Tell them Fleckus sent you. And this, this is probably a bad time to announce this. It's the very end of the episode. But this is the last episode before January. We're off for the rest of the year. So if you guys want a bonus episode that comes out the week of Christmas on that Monday, go to patreon.com slash Fleckus or YouTube join we are going to do a bonus land episode on Monday, uh, but that is going to be the last episode before the new year. So thank you guys for joining that. It's two bucks a month. Get in while you still can. It's going to be grandfathered in at $2 a month next year, 2023. It's going to be three or $4 a month. So now's the time to get in while you still can. Thank you guys for doing that. It goes a long way. We will see you at the next one. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.